if you're a founder um, or a leader in a company, I think everybody just needs to get on video to share the story, to really humanize your brand. <clears throat> you know, we're all doing the same things almost, right? With slight variation, slight twist to it. But it's it's the people behind the company and behind the brand, behind the logo that people like connect with. And I think that's what a lot of people now, a lot of consumers are really looking for. So today I'm super excited to have Rob Banasabas on the show. Rob and I first met at Social Media Marketing World a few years ago now, and he's literally one of the most well-connected guys I know. Rob was previously at TubeBuddy and recently joined Uscreen as their head of partnerships. I'm currently building a new startup in the video space, and Rob has become an expert on video marketing, so I can't wait to learn more. Rob, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, Gavin, thanks thanks for having me. I uh, love the podcast. Uh, listened to a few episodes already, so uh, honored to be here. Awesome. So can you recall when you first discovered your passion for video? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, uh, growing up, I hated videos. I hated being on videos, be, being on camera. Like, you'd be very hard. It'd be very hard to find, uh, like, home videos of me as a kid. Like, I would always run when I saw somebody with a, you know, like a... I'm I'm gonna age myself, but like those handy cams, you <laughs> know, like those. we had yeah, a, of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd like run away. Um, there might be some footage of me like maybe playing like sports at school and stuff, but I didn't know that the cameras were rolling. But um, yeah, you know, I you know I I started videos not too long ago. I mean, I would say maybe about five. I want to say five years ago. Um, you know, when I was working at Thinkific and we started, you know, some video things and like, hey, we should get on video and, you know, and nobody else wanted to do it. I was a social media manager at the time. And so like it kind of, you know, got tossed around and eventually landed on my lap to do it. And, um, you know, I jumped in uh, very scared, very nervous, didn't know what I was doing. The first videos I think that I did was a live stream with some partners and I was using my phone and I clicked the link to join the, you know, the broadcast and I was like sideways, you know, <laughs> it was, it was just a real mess. Um, but just like anything, you know, we started to learn that there was like, there's a real benefit to be on camera and we started connecting with, you know, partners and influencers, but also the community of users. Um, and, you know, it just made sense for us, Hey, we should do this more. I started to really enjoy it. I'm just a, I mean, I, I hated being on camera, but I do love people and like connecting with people and, you know, making those connections. And, um, you know, I enjoyed like, you know, comments and, you know, answering questions in real time. And then they could kind of move on with their day and, um, you know, be, you know, kind of get over the hurdle that they had with using our platform um, because we were able to connect with them in real time. And that was really engaging. I think that started to build a, a really good, solid community. Um, and from there, you know, it's just really, really like leaned into videos, um, you know, and, um, you know, started to create my own YouTube channel, all those things uh, really just snowballed from there. So most founders that I speak to uh, kind of don't like to go on video, especially CEOs are uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's quite awkward. They think editing is time consuming. Uh, what do you say to founders who haven't yet adopted video? Like, why should they consider it? it it's, it's, it's the... It's sort of the like differential advantage that you can have as a founder. A lot of people are like, they really want to hear from founders. That's the thing. Founders are like, you know, most, most of the time tech founders, let's say like they are, they're not naturally, you know, usually they're uh, very much um, technical, 
you know, they're coders, they're programmers like yourself, right? And so, you know, they didn't get into this to be in front of a camera. They wanted to build tools and platforms and solve problems that people are having. Um, And so it's not natural. Um, You know, if if you're a founder, right, um, or a leader in a company, um, I think everybody just needs to get on video to share the story, to um, really humanize your brand. Um, You know, we're talking about this in the green room, but I think all the the, plat- the all the different platforms, all the features are so similar. <clears throat> you know, we're all doing the same things almost, right? With slight variation, slight twist to it. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's the people behind the company and behind the brand, behind the logo that you know people like connect with. And I think that's what a lot of people now, a lot of consumers um, are really looking for. Like, you know, we are such a fast paced society these days, right? Everybody's like moving so fast and everything is, you know, so quick um, that, you know, the the connections that you can make when you make a connection is just so much more valuable. People really value that and like, hey, you know, Gavin or somebody on his team, like they took the time, they sent me a video, you know, personal video to answer my question or, you know, things like that. Um, it really goes a long way to start building that, like that deep trust with that company. Um, so, you know, if you're a founder, man, there's a lot of things that you could do. Like if you're just, I mean, if, if, if you're not, you know, comfortable, um, being on camera, reading a script or like answering questions, like, I think my, my best suggestion is just to have a conversation. So have somebody from your team, somebody you trust, just like have a conversation with you, um, and toss you questions and then just record that. Right. Um, if editing is a problem, you're a founder, you've got a few dollars, like hire an editor. There's, there's services out there for like a hundred, couple hundred dollars a month and they'll edit your videos. You know, there's a lot of, you know, and, and really good quality, um, you know, reputable companies that I've even used and we've even used here too, buddy. So, you know, it's, um, you know, there's, there's really no reason not to get in front of a camera and just share your story, answer questions, share your vision. Um, and, and, you know, let, let other people make it look good, but, um, it's just really important for you to get, you know, your face out there. Um, so you can connect with your community. So um, one thing, as a founder, you often see sort of creators on YouTube with their fancy backgrounds, amazing audio equipment, and you know, impressive lighting. <laughs> and as a founder, it's just pretty intimidating seeing all that stuff, you know? How can you make engaging videos if you're a founder but not a video creator? Yeah, yeah, all that stuff, uh, honestly, is like, I mean, we tell this even to just even people that are not founders. It's not really about all the fancy things. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, people are looking for your videos or they just want to hear from you because they have a pain point. They, they have something that you can help them with. And so all the other stuff is like, it's nice, um, you know, but, you know, it, it's not necessary, you know, at the end of the day, like if somebody has a question, then just if you're helping them with that question, they could probably like they could it's they could care less if you have a backlight or a hair light, you know, all these like fancy things that creators like, you know, kind of, you know, um, really focus on, um, you know, but, um, you know, for for founders, for people that are in leadership and things like that, like sometimes it's not really all that like they just want to they just want to hear from you. They want to know that you can that you care that you're human. So it's probably almost better that you're not super fancy and produced, you know, that you're just really showing up for your community. Um, you know, there's a there is a story that I, I was listening to a, a podcast from a leader from Apple, I think. And she she was doing this thing where she took her camera 
and she just wanted to do a video and she was interrupted. You know, we're in like COVID, right? So um, everybody's at home. And so she was interrupted by her, you know, by her daughter. Little daughter came in the room and she kept the camera rolling. And people appreciated that, you know, just showing up and just being real um, with the people you're serving. I think that's all that matters. Like, you know, don't don't let that stop you that you don't have, you know, softbox lights and you know, fancy <laughs> mics and all that stuff. Yeah. So if you were to speak to one of the founders this thing, like what sort of content would you like to see them creating? Or what, what content have you seen from other founders that kind of works really well on social media or other channels? Man, honestly, um, just stories. You know, I think founders have so much wisdom, you know, just stories from, you know, like the struggles of, you know, how you, you know, what are the things that you went through and then how did you solve it? You know, I think there's a lot of founders that can, help, you know, not, I mean, other founders, but other people in like leadership, other people in their space, just by sharing stories. And like, you know, there's, there's so many things like, you know, people um, look at founders and they're like, oh man, you know, like must've been so easy, you know, (laughs) it must've been so easy, but like, it's really important for founders, like guys like yourself to sort of then, you know, relay the message back, like, Hey, you know what? Like it was, we didn't, wake up and, you know, here, you know, getting acquired, like there's all of these stages and and struggles that we went through. And I think that is a really important. The other thing I think is, you know, bring in your team, right? Like it's really important that, you know, your team also feels empowered, like bring in your team, you know, talk to your team, interview them, right? Let them have a voice in your company. I think that's really important. Um, that's something that, you know, Phil here did really well. He just like, you know, be out there, have a voice um, and tell our story. Right. And so, you know, if you are if you are, you know, leading your team well, then they know your story like they know the sendable story. They know whatever your company story is um, and then they can go out there and evangelize for you and tell your story. Right. I think that's really important. So, you know, having those conversations, those like real conversations with people, um, you know, publicly, um, you know, those are, those are awesome videos. People love that, you know, like, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, if you run out of ideas, you just look in other, other, uh, niches, right. You know, look at entertainment, you look at vloggers, you look at, you know, different types of, um, other types of content that people are consuming. And you just try to see like, how can you sort of align with that and using your own story? Yeah. One thing we did at Sendable, which is pretty unique for its time. I think it was about two years ago was we actually created this like video newsletter, <laughs> People, people loved it. You know, you can see behind the scenes, see how the products are being built. So I think that that's a good point, like really getting your team to tell the story for you if you feel uncomfortable doing it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, because uh, that's so cool, right? Like if I was, you know, if I then got a, I saw like, uh, I, I saw Dave, you know, in a video, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's Dave. Like he answered my ticket the other day. <laughs> like that's what he looks like. And that's what his workstation looks like. You know, it's it's super cool. Yeah. Um, so since building my new product, obviously I'm learning about video and like storytelling structure in video. Now I know in YouTube, you have a, a common sort of structure where you have the hook and you have like in this video, I'm going to show you X, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, now obviously like the, these videos are quite scripted as I'm sure you know. Uh, but if, if a founder was to like record a video with a script, like in this video, I'm going to talk about X, it comes across as quite inauthentic. So how would you suggest like non-creators uh, structure content that's more authentic, but still using a storytelling formula that uses hooks and gets attention. Yeah, for, that's a really good question. I mean, there's, there's, we're just so, we're so like wired to, like those those structures work 
because they work. That's just, I mean, these YouTubers, you know, there's the hook and then there's the little carrot to make sure that they stay till the end, right? There's even like, and then there's the value, right? So this like, you know, like a typical, like, so what you're saying is, you know, hey guys, in this video, I'm going to show you how to do this so that, you know, you can then, you know, get these benefit one, two, and three. Make sure to stay till the end because I'm <clears throat> going to share a bonus tip, you know, and you want to make sure that you stay for that. And um, I also have a free guide, you know, that I'll tell you where to get, you know, and so they'll stay till the end. Um, you know, as a, as a founder or somebody that's not a video, <clears throat> excuse me, a video person, you got to kind of stay with that script. Now, those are like, you know, even even other types of content, even vlogs are kind of like that, <clears throat> right? So um, a vlog in some ways is is like very much like that, a little bit different. But like what they'll do is like a good book or like a good trailer, right? They'll They'll do the vlog, but like in the first 30 seconds of a vlog, they show you little clips from the middle of the vlog. And then now like you're kind of curious, like, what's happened? How did they get there? Right. So now I, as a like human, you know, natural human instinct is like, I need to know, like, how did he end up jumping from that waterfall? You know? Uh, so now I'm going to stay. And then like, and then there's that. And then it goes back to the beginning of the day and like getting up and like, all right, guys, Hey, today I'm going to do this thing and take you on. So, you know, for a founder, you know, you want to, you want to do a, I mean, if you're going to do an interview or if you're going to do kind of a storytelling thing, like, you know, you may want to take little clips from the middle of your, your talk and then put it in the beginning, right? As a hook. That's what you use as a hook. You don't have to do the, Hey guys, in this video, I'm going to, you know, do this. You take some like really, you know, the things that you may, you might see on um, LinkedIn, like little clips on LinkedIn. You use that in the beginning of your video. And then you go back to the, and then you go back to the beginning. Like, hey guys, it's, you know, it's Rob, uh, founder of, you know, XYZ. You know, you guys have always been asking about this, this, and this, and like really answer those questions. So, you know, it's, it's, it's important. PR is important, but also like being really truthful and honest with your community is really important. So, you know, I think this is something that you have done really well throughout the years that I've watched, um, you know, when you were growing Sendable, you're just very honest and shared, like, even the things that weren't going well, you know, and I think that's important, because then people know that when, when you are talking about the positives, that they are actually positives, they're not, you're not sugarcoating. Um, so, you know, if you're a founder out there, like, just answer, like, look, there's questions everywhere. So look on social, look on comments, people have questions, right? Like what's next? What's the next future? Why, why did you guys build this? You know, um, where are you guys going to be headed? You know, what's, what's the, what's the, the, the direction of your company? So there's so many questions out there already that you can answer. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think we have quite a few small business owners listening to that aren't maybe technical, uh, who will be questioning like what the ROI is for video, you know, right. You, you spend all this time creating the video, you get a couple of views, maybe you get a hundred if you're lucky. Uh, how do you like measure the success? Like, for me, I've seen like long-term, it pays off long-term when you're building a brand, you're more authentic. But like what, what advice would you give to sort of smaller business owners who are thinking about video for the first time? And should they look at it as part of a bigger flywheel? How should they look at this? Yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's, that's actually a really good question because yeah, it's, it's a question that people ask, like, you know, maybe a small business. Yeah, like so if it's, you're a small business and you're like, hey, is it even worth it? You know, it, it is a lot of awareness, 
right? Um, now videos, videos are the videos can be used for different things, right? So, um, you know, you can create videos for, uh, your onboarding, right? So let's say you, uh, you're a startup, you know, um, one of the best ways to scale is to automate as much as you can. And so if you can automate the onboarding process, that's always a really tough one, right? You know, every time you get a new, you know, you know a new client, you have to spend time with them and onboard them and all that stuff, right? So if you, you know, there's, there's a certain amount of like the onboarding that's always going to be the same, for example. And so if you can just record that once and then send that, and maybe it's a YouTube playlist, a private unlisted playlist or something, or something on Vimeo or, you know, inside a portal that they can just watch, then they're caught up to you. And then you spend, you know, rather than like five hours, you spend one hour, um, for each onboarding client. And then because they're already caught up with the basics and now you're just going to talk about the last little bit to really get them up and running and all the personalized things. So that's like, that's really one way. So now that's like, that's when you already have the client. Now, when you're out there and you're creating content, now content doesn't have to be this produced thing, right? So, you know, um, if you're not creating content, if you're not using videos, whatever niche, you know, might be, might be going, um, might, might upset some people there, but like no matter what niche you're in, like, your competitors are starting to look at videos. They can't avoid it, right? That's just like, that's where people are looking. And that's where, you know, traditional advertising channels are no longer. People are not looking at the newspaper, right? People are not listening to radio. They're listening to podcasts. You know, our attention span, like you said, Gavin, is so small. And so, um, you know, people are choosing where they listen to. And a lot of that is they're cutting out all of the advertisements, you know, like, you know, they're buying the paid Spotify so that they don't have to listen to the ads. They're buying YouTube red so that, or YouTube premium, so they don't have to watch the ads. And so the only way that you can, you know, the, the way that you can, the channels that you can reach your audience is getting really like less and less. And it's really coming down to videos and, and social media. And, um, you know, if you look at social media, what gets the most attention? You know, um, live streams. Um, if you look at Instagram right now, what comes up at the top? It's usually news shorts or stories, right? Reels. Like these are all videos, right? Um, even if you're on social media and you're just using pictures, it's probably going to be really tough, right? Like as people are like, they want that. They want to see the the videos, right? And so you just have to lean into it. As hard as it is, as unnatural as it is, then you just really have to lean into it. it doesn't have to be produced, um, but it has to be engaging. And so um, engaging doesn't mean that you have to have, you know, a 10 man crew to, you know, film you. Um, you just have to really be a little bit, spend a little bit of time being creative with telling your story. Um, and that's going to get that attention. And so as, as that grows, you may start thinking about hiring somebody for your for your videos, for your social media to run those things. Um, but I, I highly, highly encourage you um, to to really lean into videos. Mm. So we obviously touched on uh, sort of founders um, and creating videos for your company. Uh, but one thing you've said, I think you said it in the notes before we started recording, uh, is that video is the best way to connect with your customers. Can you explain why you believe video is such a, such a powerful way to connect with customers? And how can you kind of get customers to be part of your, your video creation process? Yeah, that's a good, it's a great question. Um, honestly, you know, we are, we are also self-centered, right? <laughs> that's a, that's a interesting way. I get like, that's, that's always what comes to mind. Like when I think of, when I think of engaging your, your customers on videos, people are just like, 
they want their questions to be answered. And so one of the easiest ways to do that is like, you know, whether it's a podcast or a video or an Instagram story or a TikTok, um, start in the comments, start in your tickets, right? What are the questions and who are they? And um, if it's on social media, you can likely just like call them out like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, you know, got a question here from Gavin. You know, he's one of our users. Super awesome. He's asking about this, right? Because if Gavin is asking this question, there's probably like 20 other Gavins asking the same question, but just have never left a comment. And so you bring that out to the front. And um, and so and so that that immediately calls them out like, oh, man, like, hey, like, Rob took them a minute to like look at my question and he's answering it. He even like addressed me by name um, and he's personally answering my question. So I think that's that's fantastic. So those little things, those add up. Now, it, it can be you. It can be something that your team does. Um, another thing that a lot of, you know, companies that I'm seeing now, they're using these tools, these video tools inside of, you know, emails. And there's a lot of like <clears throat> really free or even inexpensive uh, Chrome plugins, for example, where you can quickly record a, a video um, to answer a question inside of tickets, you know, things like that. Um, you know, DMs. There's a lot of videos that go in through DMs, right? So social media, like this is your world, but, um, you know, Instagram, somebody has a question, like you you quickly answer with a DM um, and a quick video, like, hey, really quick question, like awesome question. Like you can find that answer here, you know, go to the top right of the menu bar and, you know, click here and here. Literally, like it's probably quicker than typing out the answer, right? But that personal, like the, the reason why videos can grow that trust is because um, A, they're not just, it's like multidimensional. They're not just reading your words on a screen. They're hearing your voice, right? It's very personal. And they're seeing your facial expression. They're seeing your face like, oh, that's, that's, that's Gavin. Like, you know, it's just, it's just more personal. And now I know I put a, uh, a face to a name, right? And so um, now I know, like, and then I'm going to go out and, you know, I'm going to, I might even brag about it, right? <laughs> I'm gonna like, hey, hey, like, guys, like, yeah, I know Gavin. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, is that sendable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. My buddy Gavin's over there, you know, and like, and, and that's just, I mean, it's so, it's, it's just so much easier that way. And, and, you know, that's just the way that, that the, the, we are going now with, um, with, uh, with tech. Yeah. I mean, one of the easy ways I think for listeners to just make one small change, that has a big impact. Something we did at Sendable last year, part of that whole initiative to drive video, show our faces, build trust was I had the support team answer support tickets with video. So on Zendesk, <laughs> so you get a support it. query and you say, Hey John, blah, blah, blah. Here's how you do a thing. And you have a screen share, show your yeah. face. And the customers love that. They got to know who that support person was, got to see his home because everyone was at, ho- at home, obviously. <laughs> um, got to see like the picture of Harry Potter in the background. And it, 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 like, start, kind of builds trust, starts conversations, that kind of thing. And it, the power is just so incredible to help build a brand that way, you know. Yeah, it's it, it's it's so it's so it's so good. Like I think it's once companies start doing that, then they're like, why have we not been doing this? For so long, you know, like A, it's so much faster. B, it's like, man, it's it's so personal, and people, it's like, you can answer questions even faster, right? Like with videos rather than like typing them out. But you know, it's it's so smart what you guys are doing. And for those who want to like create content, like you do, I know you're a machine when it comes to content creation. What is your process for kind of coming up with new video ideas every week? Honestly, it it is just listening to the community. So the only time, like if you do it really well, 
the only time you have to come up with your own original ideas is in the beginning, because once you start creating content, and you found this, I'm sure, with the podcast, and um, and even like your LinkedIn posts and things, like once you start creating content, it 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 invites conversation. And then the conversation is where, you know, your future content ideas comes from, right? So now when we make videos, like we'll make tutorials or we'll do Q&As, um, live streams and things like that. There's always questions. They're like, okay, cool. Like, that's great. So you helped me to get to this point. How do you do that? Uh, how do you do then do like, like go from that point to the next thing? And, you know, so then it just a good, a good piece of content should answer some like a the initial question but then should like then invite some new questions and so that's that's really just how we come up with our content ideas just like at the end of the day we are trying to serve our uh, users and it's not always about like getting new users getting new audiences getting new audiences it's like let's serve the people that are here that have shown up um that's our priority you know it's it's like it's like if you you know, if you uh, had somebody come over and they're like, cool, like we're hanging out and you're like, OK, cool, I'm going to like not hang out anymore because I'm just waiting for new people to show up to the party. It's kind of like that. So, you know, we're like, OK, well, we have people here, so let's serve them. What questions do they have? Cool. Like, let's just keep doing that because eventually there's going to be you're just going to attract the same like the people that you want to attract, um, you know, if you create that type of content. Cool. Thanks so much for joining us today, Rob. It's been so helpful to learn about video and your process and all your advice. Uh, where's the best place for people to find you online? Yeah, just uh, search up my name. I uh, got a long name, a long last name. But if you search up my name on LinkedIn, you'll find me there uh, or on YouTube. That's usually where I hang out. Cool. Thanks so much, Rob. And see you Thanks, soon. Thanks, Gavin. Bye.